Good morning. You're listening to the All You Need to Know podcast on BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today's the 22nd of March. The big event of the day is going to be the outcome of the latest meeting of the US Federal Reserve on monetary policy. On the one hand, the world's most prominent central bank is expected to hike rates by a further 25 basis points to cool inflation, but on the other, it must step in to assure the world that it has control of the banking system which has seen three bank failures in the recent past fed officials are also set to issue updated rate projections for the first time since december offering guidance on whether they still expect any additional hikes in the remainder of the year there's a risk on sentiment that is building ahead of that announcement with stocks in the us and in the asia pacific region gaining ground another factor contributing to this there's a feeling that the US banking system isn't as precariously placed as previously thought treasury secretary janet yellen said that the US government could backstop deposits at other lenders as it did with silicon valley bank now in other news some of you will have felt this strong tremors lasting for nearly 2 minutes were felt in several north indian states after a 6.5 magnitude earthquake struck the Hindu Kush region in Afghanistan on Tuesday evening. This was the second earthquake to hit Afghanistan yesterday. The quake struck 133 kilometers southeast of Faisalabad in Afghanistan, according to the National Center for Seismology. Now, Apple Incorporated is seeking changes in India's labor laws as part of its efforts to expand local production and regional governments are seemingly yielding to its request. That's a Bloomberg report. In that regard, Tamil Nadu, where Apple's top supplier of Foxconn Technology Group operates its largest iPhone plant in India, is considering passing new rules that will make factory shifts more flexible. The finance ministry will make a pitch to global rating agencies in the coming days for an upgrade in India's sovereign rating, citing a sharp post-pandemic improvement in the country's macroeconomic fundamentals despite the global turmoil and that's according to a report in the Economic Times. In other news, Ola Electric Mobility is planning to raise a fresh round of 250 to 300 million dollars in growth equity to expand two-wheeler operations and fund its planned battery facility. Ola Electric remember raised 200 million dollars in January last year at a $5 billion valuation. The company is expecting to be valued at $6.5 to $7 billion in this round based on the expectation of turning EBITDA positive from the next financial year. That's also a report in the Economic Times. In international news, after two days of talks with Chinese President Xi Jinping, Vladimir Putin pledged even closer ties with China and hailed Beijing's proposals for ending his war in Ukraine. He said that many of the provisions of the peace plan proposed by China were in line with Russia's approach and could be used as the basis for a resolution when Ukraine and the West were finally ready for it. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Neeraj. All eyes on the Fed policy, of course, today. How are we likely to set up ahead of trade today? Good morning, Alex. Well, there seems to be a bit of a risk on mode ahead of the Fed meet, right? We've seen the U.S. markets do well. We've seen Asia looking largely up. 
and we've seen oil rise from the trenches. So in some sense, there's a bit of a risk on ahead of the Fed decision. The question mark only is whether this will last during the course of the day or no. But various sentiment indicators, as I've said for multiple days now, are indicating that this is a good time uh, to maybe go long. In fact, there is a CLSA note today, which also corroborates what Morgan Stanley and Jeffries have said over the last one month, that these are levels from where usually rallies have occurred and it's a good time to make money. The only point is, um, I mean, Jeffries and Morgan Stanley have gone wrong thus far. Let's see if CLSA proves to be right. Um, in terms of stocks to watch in the session today, I will watch out for Tata Motors. They've announced a price increase for commercial vehicles and they'll be implementing this price increase of up to 5% on its CVs starting April 1st. Now, usually people would have anticipated that uh, with the raw material cost going down, it will be beneficial for some of these uh, companies. That doesn't seem to be the case or maybe uh, this will be more margin accretive for CV players. So watch out for Tata Motors, Ashok Leyland and their likes. This could be positive. It's a large dividend approved by Hindustan Zinc, 26 rupees per share. The fourth one and with an overall outgo of 10,000 odd crores. So this could be construed slightly positive. There is some benefits for companies like HG Infra, um, which has been declared the lowest bidder by Kanpur Central Railway Station or for redevelopment of the Kanpur Central Railway Station. 677 crore order could do well. Uh, for Harsha Engineers, the new kid on the block, if you will, it listed on 26 September and the lock-in ended yesterday. 55% of the equity is unlocked. But the stock is marginally higher than its current price and therefore there may not be s substantial selling pressure, but you never know. Greenland Industries, nothing dramatic, just that the Asian Prince Promoter Group has sold part of its stake bought by Asiana Fund. Nothing dramatic really, but just thought we'll bring it to the notice of everybody. And while there is a lot of fear around what the BFSI impact on Indian IT could be, Morgan Stanley hosted HCL Technologies at, in the US. And amongst, in the note that has come out, the point that stood out for me was that they have cited what HCL Tech said on BFSI. And they say that HCL Tech has mentioned that it has no exposure to regional banks in the US with 99% plus of its BFSI revenues coming in from large banks and insurance companies. And the company expects the outlook for BFSI to be strong in the next few quarters, led by a ramp up of a couple of recently closed large deals. That's a stark deviation to what people would otherwise anticipate. Um, well, maybe Indian IT, which has been clobbered out of shape, might actually have a silver lining in that the valuations have partly become a bit more reasonable. But I must tell you, almost every investor that I've spoken to is not constructive on IT and is not wanting to buy the uncertainty. So that remains a bit of an overhang. Let's see what Jerome Powell and team have to say today. That'll be the biggest driver for the markets um, tomorrow at least. For now though, it's back to you and to all the viewers, a very happy Goody Parma. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.